I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. This is Aresh Shirali from Mint, and I'm here to introduce you to our latest podcast, Mint Views Daily Dispatch. I have with me my colleagues Anant Vijay Kala, Srija Kundu, Srijay Sinha, and Rohit Ranjan. The idea is to offer you insights on the latest issues that catch our attention every day. Welcome to Mint Views. Today we are going to talk about the idea of willful defaults. And the big question is, should lists of willful defaulters, which are companies which have taken loans from banks, not paid them back, but have been judged to have the capacity to pay them back, should willful defaulters, should their names actually be disclosed? That's a big question we are going to debate today. As we know, the idea of willful default is actually a gray area. This is because judging whether or not a company has the capacity to pay back and hasn't paid back its loans is uh, always a dicey judgment. Uh, so what do we have to say about this? Shrija, what's your opinion on this? Should we de- disclose these names? Should we not? These are companies, famous names. It's not a public defamation, but you're just providing information to the public. And given that the uh, the chart or given that the, uh, you know, the, art, it, uh, the petition was filed under the Right to Information Act, the premise of such an act is to uphold the transparency and you know, ensure accountability of the institutions to the public. So when you make such a disclosure happen, you're actually fulfilling the remit of the law. But if the RBI, which it had done unfortunately in previous occasions to withhold such an information, that means it, you know, it does fail in its part to, you know, provide information to the public or fulfill its statutory or statutory duties to the, uh, you know, the depositors and the entire banking system as a whole. Mm-hmm. The reason we are debating this is because The Wire, that's a, you know, an online uh, news portal, has actually brought out a list of the RBI's top 30 willful defaulters, which had been withheld by the RBI, saying that the RBI's logic was that we cannot disclose this, it's not in the interests of the banking sector, of the economy on the whole, because there are several reasons that it could actually uh, cause damage. Uh, that's why we are debating this. Uh, Rohit. Uh, you know, a willful default tag does not necessarily mean uh, that uh, the companies are guilty of wrongdoing. And in that light, it is unfair really disclosing their names. It is unfair to these companies. Yes, because it ends up uh, possibly besmirching their name. And it's not clear whether or not these people are guilty of anything in violation of the law. That's a separate matter altogether. There is, of course, limited liability. A company. Uh, a person who invests in a company, his liability should be restricted to the money invested there. If the company goes bust, well, that's uh, the company folding up. It may default. That doesn't mean the person himself actually has to pay the bank back. 
you know, uh, is that a point there? Anand, what do you think? No, you're right, but I think that should not be applied generally and there are certain exceptions under the Companies Act to that particular provision and in fact it's called lifting of the corporate veil where the law decides not to distinguish between the two identities of the company and the individual, it treats both of them as the same. There are certain exceptions, so I think it cannot be generally applied. But to the point that Srija made, I think she was advocating transparency through the RTI Act. I agree that there should be transparency, but there is something called a private contract also between the bank and the person who's taken the loan. So I think I'll try to make a little bit more, I'll take a little bit more nuanced stance that it should be only in the case where people have escaped the law, where you forfeit your rights to demand from the law to be treated at an equal platform as any other uh, you know, uh, person charged of any such uh, willful default. So there could be genuine cases where businesses have failed mm -hmm. and such businesses or their pr promoters should not be publicly defamed or publicly shamed. Srijay, would you like to come in on that? I would uh, rather agree with Srijay and I have uh, a slightly uh, contrarian view to what Anand said. Uh, I think it's, it's in public interest to release the uh, the names uh, the names of individuals and companies who have been uh, classified as willful defaulters you see at the end of the day it is public money and uh, these banks uh, have not uh, classified them as willful defaulters just for fun there are various rights that these banks get when they, when they do so uh, one of them is that these banks and institutions can actually replace the management of such such uh, companies that are that are classified as willful defaulters also, uh, once a company is, or, or an individual is uh, classified as willful defaulter, you know, he or the company cannot easily access credit. Not just that, such companies or such individuals cannot float a new venture for a period of five years. So by naming and shaming, if you can, you can get public money returned, I think there's, not, there's no harm in it. Because for far too long, this has actually become a pattern individuals and, and companies take loan, public money from, from PSU banks and simply choose not to pay back. May I just add a point on over here on what Srijay has talked about. You know, we also need to be cognizant of the impact this will have on India's investment climate to the global investor. Think of what we are over here suggesting by public shaming is that we don't trust our own legal uh, methods. We don't trust our own laws in recovery. And what we are trying to do is, people who don't pay us back, we are going to publicly shame you. So that's a bad message to send out to foreign investors also who are worried exactly about this thing that laws really don't get implemented in the country properly. It is not that. It, it has got nothing to do with the, with, the, with the trust or the lack of it in the, in the judicial system. It is about people's need to know who are these defaulters and they have every right to know it. Can I stop you there? Uh, Willful defaulter hasn't yet been judged guilty by any uh, legal process. This is actually a preliminary thing, a preliminary list. There needs to be an entire legal process before we can actually find whether, like I said, it's a gray area, whether or not there's genuine capacity to pay back and hasn't been paid back. Of course, we do know there are other cases where money has been diverted by these companies, various such f issues of fraud tail some of these companies. But that still doesn't mean that the entire list of those classified as willful defaulters necessarily implies guilt in the absolute sense. I don't think the public at large is aware of these nuances, these differences, and they tend to, you know, paint them all with a single black brush. 
that could be dangerous that could be dangerous to the credit culture and i have a feeling uh, the rbi on this was probably right that we have to be very very careful before we disclose lists of uh, of this nature because it could actually cause some harm thank you that will be all for today tune in tomorrow to get your dose on mints editorial discussions if you have recommendations or any issue that you would like us to discuss please send in your suggestions to podcasts at hindustantimes.com for more on mint views you can follow us on twitter at shrija kundu this was a live mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hd smartcast I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. Each week we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Bosa, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising April on your favorite podcast app.